Hey guys, how you living? You doing well? Good, glad to hear that. I left a lot of dead space in between those words at the end. I'm not going to edit them out because those spaces in between kind of define the the uh, level of exhaustion. Exhaustion, is that a word? I guess so, who cares? So... In this one, I talked about uh, the last couple of days and just the the things that led up to this little small personal meltdown that I had earlier and uh, just being tremendously embarrassed by something that happened on stage tonight at this uh, tribute to the band and I just felt horrible and that was that, but you'll get to to hear all that in a minute, so I'm not going to bore you with it, but... I suggested that you guys uh, listen to, uh, I understand Jeff Thomas tells me that Tyler Childers and John Prine did a Nostal City Limits together, so find that, watch that, listen to that. Um, Watch on Netflix, I'm going to tell you again, The Haunting of Hill House is absolutely amazing. I give it five of five stars in everything from cinematography to acting to writing all the way around the board. I think it's the best horror series ever, ever. I think that, I think that. But um, also, there's a new show on Netflix called The Haunting. That once I finished catching up on, uh, or, or catching up, once I finish Cheers, I'm definitely gonna watch that. And I might sneak it in after I finish season seven, just to just to throw it off a little bit. But that's that's uh, supposed to be really good. Adam Sandler's got a new stand-up coming out on the 23rd this Tuesday. It should drop, so it should drop tomorrow night at midnight. Or three, I think it's midnight Western, so it should drop at three. But, um, yeah, that's that. So, I told the, I mentioned at the end of this, I mentioned at the end of this that I'm going to talk about the few guests that we got coming up. So, here's that part. See, I just wasted all your time there, and I'm still doing it. I'm sorry. What a fucking day. Um, we are going to be doing an episode with, I, and I'm sorry if I throw your name out there, Brother Jared Hux. I want to, first off, apologize to you because I could not remember your name the first time that uh, that I dropped your name, technically, on this on this podcast. The first time you were mentioned on this podcast, I didn't, I, 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 and I dropped the ball and totally spaced out on your name, and I'm so sorry about that. But I got the opportunity to meet Jared Hooks, who uh, Scott Mann and Lynn talked about on the, the Midtown and the Myrtle Beach Fuck Yeah talk. And Jared is going to be coming on the podcast, and we're going to be doing an episode here in the future, and uh, we're going to be lining that up in the next couple of weeks. And uh, we're going to be doing another episode with Scott Mann when the Marathon for Meals comes around, and we're going to be doing some... Uh, Really nice, really nice uh, 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 production, I guess. What's the word I'm looking for? We're going to boost that pretty good. See, I'm, I'm having trouble remembering simple words right now. I'm just so out of sorts, guys. I'm so sorry. My brain's just not working the way it should because of this stupid fucking thing that happened earlier tonight. <sighs> You'll hear all about it in a second. But anyway... Um, see, I totally lost my entire train of thought of what I was doing. Oh, 
So uh, Cam and Gentry will be here next Sunday. A week from today, Cam and Gentry will be will be here, and we're, we're going to be talking about probably the same thing that we're talking about right now. Uh, where th- these guys are going to be able to give a little more insight on on how I actually was. But I'm running out of time here. Jeremy and Corinne are also going to be coming on soon. We've got a lot of good shit coming at you, so. Stay tuned for that. Please keep up with it. Like all of the things, YouTube, Facebook, all the stuff. Like all of the things. Without further ado, episode number 72 of my stuff. Enjoy, motherfuckers. Okay, so this is uh, this is uh, some strange things that happened. So I've been doing really well here lately. How you like that? How you like that, YouTubers? You like that neat little work there? So, I have been doing pretty well lately with choosing to see the good in things rather than the bad. And surely somebody like me who is just naturally seeing all the bad things or whatever will eventually go back to their foolish ways. And I did that tonight and I just, I let one, one little mistake and one little hiccup in my entire night kind of define how the rest of it was going to go. And I realize now that it was foolish to have allowed such things to happen, but they did. So I'm going to tell you that, and then I'm going to Tarantino it a little bit and back up. So I've been telling everybody here lately that I've just been exhausted over the last couple of weeks. Like the last couple of weeks have been really tough. And I realize why that is. I talked to a lot of all the musicians that I saw tonight. Let me back up. I we I was part of this thing tonight at the Pauly's Island Tavern. We go down to the pit every year. Doc Simons heads it up, and it's a tribute to the band, the the band, like of the Last Waltz and uh, Robbie Robertson and Levon Helm and Rick Danko and Richard Manuel and Garth Hudson and who am I missing? I miss somebody, right? Anyway, I think that's all of them, but. All of those guys, they're really, really, really great artists, and I'm pretty sure they're Doc's favorite band, and we do a tribute every year, all the local musicians in the area. I'm sorry, my nose keeps running, and I have to like, it was cold, freezing, and I'm going to have to stop and uh, swallow snot for a little bit, and I hope that that doesn't carry on into the next week, because I have a couple of gigs, but anyway... He does this thing every year, and it's sort of like a family reunion for musicians. We don't get to see each other a lot because we're always gigging at the same nights. And um, this was a really, really cool way for us all to get together. So we did that thing tonight, and I was talking to a lot of the musicians who were around. And I told a lot of them the same thing, and they agreed with me. We had the hurricane that gave us like an entire week, like pretty much 10 days off. Uh, a week, uh, like pretty much a week before the hurricane even hit, all of those gigs were canceled. And I'm not, 
I, I bragged about that couldn't have come at a more opportune time because I was just getting burnt out on the season and I was just ready to take some time off and I really needed some time to just chill. So I got that. Also, I keep burping up salad. How about that? So, so yeah, I, 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 I passed up going to Waffle House with Cam and Gentry. And I came home. I was like, I'll find something to eat. And, like, I opened up the refrigerator. And the first thing I see is, like, this bag of <laughs> mixed greens. And I just, yep, yeah, we're going to do that. So I made made a good choice, I think. Anyway, where was I in that story? So, anyway, yeah, we were talking to a lot of, the, a lot of musicians around. And after hearing their input on the fact that we literally had like 10 days off we lost a, a week's worth of gigs and even more and in preparation for the the storm and when how bad it could be in our area the the state evacuated like three or four days early which made everything close and the weather was fine here a little windy for like three or four days but nothing was open like everything was closed and and i'm pretty sure i told you guys about this on the podcast but it really gave us the opportunity to the people who were, you know, just burn out from the season to sit and chill for a little bit. And I really enjoyed that. So after a week of doing nothing, I go back basically to work with and, and do literally just a, a whole two weeks of legit work, like legit shows, multiple shows, and then a couple of doubles to finish off the weekend. And that was yesterday and today. And, it was just after having a week of doing nothing and you're sitting around and, you know, just kind of literally doing nothing, you have what is inevitably a normal week in, in the season. And I was just so overwhelmed with everything that came back at one time. Like I was talking to, <coughs> excuse me, I was talking to Cameron and Gentry, who you guys remember from episodes past, and we were talking about, uh, that like she felt that she Gentry for sure said the same thing and Cam Cam concurred. We were just just so overwhelmed after we had all this time to ourselves and all this time to do whatever we wanted to do, and then it came time to to just turn around and go back to work and we're like, oh shit! So like your body, it, it, I guess it's it's kind of funny. Here's one of my my random moments in the middle of this. It's kind of funny how your brain so quickly adapts to the the situation that it's that it's put in, I guess. Or is that the right way to say what I mean? All right. So what I mean to say is, it's so it's so funny how quickly you can become used to like doing nothing and just not not having to be anywhere, not having to you know do this thing that you're you're scheduled to do. Like if you're off work for a week, or even if you get out of school for a week, you know, after spring break, when I was a kid, I can remember like it just being really hard to get back into the swing of things after, you know, you, you go so long without having to go. And I guess the same thing happened. I just got used to, to doing nothing and not having to really see anybody. And that's not nothing against anybody out there, but I just like to be alone. I just really enjoy my, my alone time and that's something that I got a lot of that past week. And then I came out of that, which I love and, and got thrown back into the world as it felt. But either way, I, a lot of people felt the same way. Like we, we got that, that, uh, much needed time off, I guess at the end of the summer. And it just put us in a way to where we didn't want to go back to it. And maybe, I don't know if it's just, 
weird things going on with this moon cycle or if all of us are just crazy musicians and and having weird episodes or whatever but i totally had one tonight so i'll start this off by just pretty much giving a a a recap of this day i really didn't know what i was going to talk about but uh, damn if i don't have anything now so sorry that i've done that much uh character development so to speak now here comes some meat for your content (laughs) Uh, sorry this morning uh, okay, last. Uh, let me start with last night. Yesterday, or, or all all of yesterday. See, I, I can't even. I, I'm having trouble putting thoughts together, and I'm sorry. I'm I'm exhausted. Give me a break. Lay off. <sighs> yesterday, me and Smitty had to do this uh, thing for iHeartRadio, which um, Jimmy, who's been on uh, the podcast, Jimmy is the president of the company of our of our. Uh, our uh, area radio to iHeart radio stations and also the ones in Florence. And he texted me and asked me if we would do this thing for benefit of, uh, for the victims of, or, or uh, people affected by hurricane Florence. And of course we, we agree. We, um, you know, I, I've, I've got no problem in the world with doing, doing things for, for situations like that and donating time. But, we did that gig yesterday, and it was only like a 30 or 40 minute thing, but we, it was at House of Blues in North Myrtle Beach. So we ended up, technically me and Smitty were driving longer than we were actually on stage playing, but you know, we, we, uh, we got, got there and listened to a couple of guys before we got up and showed face and did the right thing, I think, and uh, we did that, but we had to leave that gig, come back home and sit for maybe an hour and a half then meet back up and head down to Somerville. So for those not in the area, North Myrtle Beach, the House of Blues, that's a 30 to 40-minute drive from where I am. And Somerville is about a two-hour drive from where I am. So we ended up doing that gig, and you guys have heard me talk about the energy that I, I put into each gig or whatever, and no matter how long it is, the amount of energy that I put into one gig is taking away from the amount of energy that I have allotted for the entire day. So we come home to chill for just a little bit, end up heading down to Somerville. Myself, Smitty, and Chip Porkchop played bass with us on this gig uh, Saturday night, last night. And it was a super late gig. So our time slot at House of Blues was like 3 to 4 pretty much like or and we we ended up going a little or the they were a little off schedule so we ended up doing a lot less time than originally thought but we ended up stopping at four came home and got home probably around five or five fifteen you know after we got done we did you know uh you know kiss some kiss some hands and shake some babies but we uh ended up getting home around five fifteen five thirty and just literally sat down for an hour and a half because uh, Pork Chop and Smitty were supposed to be at my house at seven, and they got here at seven. We ended up we load up and head down to Somerville and do a gig down there, and we don't start down there till ten o'clock. So we haul ass down there, get there plenty of time and set up and have plenty of time to bounce around and do whatever. Did that, 
played the gig, didn't take a break. We uh, we played straight through. We were, our, our time slot is usually 10 to 1.30, but we did 10 to 1 with no breaks, and the manager came up to me afterwards and was like, dude, thank you so much, man. Like, that was awesome. Like, we usually have a really hard time getting everybody out of here when the band stops all at one time, and, you know, it's, it's a lot better when the band stop early and give us time to close out multiple bars. You know, it just, it's a smoother transition from, from a, from a bar viewpoint, you know, from, from the way that they're from the, yeah, from that viewpoint, shit, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm stumbling all over my shit. It's a lot easier for them to get everything closed out when the band and last call happens all at one time. So anyway, we did that, got done, and got loaded up, and we probably ended up pulling out of there around, I don't know, 145 or 2, somewhere between 145 and 2. Uh, we get out, head back to the house, and I've lately been going to bed sometime around 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning and getting up around 10 or 11 every day here lately, and... uh Totally didn't get to do that last night, and I was getting at the right about the the one o'clock hour, and when I was starting to get ready for bed, I don't know. I just started losing my losing that character that I always try to put on for everybody a little bit, and it just pieces and pieces of it started slipping away. And there was this guy who was standing at the side of the stage. By the way, PSA: if you're not a musician. And I've been guilty of this before, and I, I feel like shit because of it. But don't ever try to sing louder than the band. I just, I, 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 if that's your thing and you really enjoy doing that, then by all means, I, I, who am I to tell you what not to do? But if you're in the crowd and the band is on stage and you're standing right next to the stage shitty ass drunk screaming out lyrics and it really throws off our mojo it really throws off what we're trying to present to the crowd so anyway i digress on that there was this, that guy he did that last night and he kept sneezing into the fan and the fan was aimed right at Smitty, and Smitty was like, dude, please stop sneezing right into the fan because it's blowing your fucking snot right in my face, which is horribly disgusting. And the dude kept doing it, and I told him, like, I leaned over, and, and Smitty was like, dude, you, you, you're going to have to talk to this guy because Smitty's got, Smitty's got a short, very short temper, and... If you, if you ever just, it's, it's, it's sometimes irrational. This time it was not. And this dude was just literally just sneezing into the fan and kept falling over. He fell on the stage into the guitar case. And I don't know. I was just, and, and the bouncer, oh shit. I didn't even tell you this. This, this happened before all of that. The, I was looking for the bouncer who was standing right at the side of the stage the entire night so I could get him to kind of get this guy away from the stage a little bit. And like, dude, enjoy the music by all means. Like, he was obviously having a good time, but he was just really close to us and really loud and just drunk. And I was like, man, I don't want to be a dick, but I was going to try to get the bouncer to sort of just eat, uh, usher him to another spot. But 
before that, I guess the reason that the bouncer wasn't there was there were these two guys, like grown people, like well within their 40s, I'm sure, who were almost fighting in the bar, just literally trying to fight. And I don't understand why people want to do that because it's the dumbest thing in the world to just fight somebody. Like, that's that's childish. But these dudes were trying to fight. One guy went to... Or one one guy from the one of the parties involved went over to the other guy to try to talk talk to him, you know, and be like, "Hey, man, just whatever was going on, like well, some guy like tried to dance with some dude's girl or something, and you know how that shit goes." Dude was trying to bridge the gap and just be kind and be nice, and the other dude was having none of it. So then the bouncer noticed that there was a little verbal disagreement that was going on. And all of a sudden, the next thing I see is that there is this guy who is obviously having some very heated words. And this is all in the middle of a song. So I'm I'm, I'm just watching this from, you know, from the stage while I'm also, you know, remembering lyrics and chords and everything. But my memories are usually pretty accurate. This guy is arguing with the like arguing pretty hard with the bouncer and the bouncer literally just goes to lead him out of the door and he's like puts his arm puts his hands on him starts walking him towards the door and the dude doesn't like that at all so he goes to turn around and elbow the guy in the head well <laughs> i didn't tell you this part of the story yet all of the bouncers at Montreux are like amateur MMA fighters. <laughs> this dude was like a, he was probably like maybe a featherweight, maybe a felterweight, but, or a welterweight. He, he was, he was a pretty small guy, but this dude who was vis- physically bigger than he was turn around to elbow the guy. And this dude had this guy in a straight up full Nelson headlock pulling him out, like literally dragging this guy out of the bar. Like a small guy was, was dragging this dude who was much bigger, not much bigger, but, but physically bigger than he was out of the bar. And I just thought that was amazing. The manager told me about the MMA thing. I didn't know that right after, after the gig we were talking, but so that happened. And that's why the bouncer wasn't there to, so that I could get somebody to get that drunk dude who wouldn't stop screaming drunk lyrics at us so that happened we got done with the gig we pack everything up and we hit the road and we uh we stop in georgetown at the ice house to get some hot dogs and make it back to my house and i look at the clock when i walk in the door and it's like somewhere like shortly after four i think it was 405 when i walked in the door and my first thought is like, shit, this is two hours later than I normally get to bed. So that means that in the morning, I'm going to have to sleep two hours longer than I normally do, which I've really been trying to avoid. Like, uh, it's nothing, it, it's, I'll, all right, my granddad's birthday was the 18th and my granddad used to always yell at me every morning, get out of bed. If you don't get out of bed, you're going to sit there and sleep your whole day away. And he used to say I was no count because I would just sleep. That boy ain't no count. All he wants to do is sleep. No count. That's what he used to always say. And I've heard those words a lot in my head lately. 
So I've really been trying to make a conscious effort to go to bed at a decent hour and get up at a decent hour, which is different for a musician. You know, for a normal nine to fiver, they'll have to obviously get up at seven o'clock every morning and be wherever they have to be by nine o'clock. That's not my hours and my day starts a lot later. So I feel like it's okay if I do sleep a little later than most people, but I feel like morning, early morning for me could be 10 o'clock, 10 or 11. If I go to bed around two, if I get to bed before two or three, I'm totally fine with 10 or 11 and I feel like that's okay. But I hear my granddad just every morning when I, when I'm laying in bed and I wake up, I just hear that boy ain't no count. He all, all he want to do is sleep his whole day away. Ain't no count. So this morning, despite what I wanted to do, I, I got up, I, I only got like an extra hour of sleep rather than the, the two hours that I would have wanted. But I got up at like noon and just kind of, I don't know, watched a little Netflix before I actually got out of bed. I woke up at noon rather, and usually I'll just go right back to sleep, but I didn't this morning because I was really nervous about this gig that we had to do tonight, that I had to do tonight. I knew that my voice was cracking last night, and I knew I had another two-hour gig to do today at Bubba's, and the song that I had to sing tonight is a different key than I normally do it in, and it was just a lot higher than I'm used to singing, and... I was just nervous about it, and I don't get nervous, but I was nervous about this gig. So, get up and go do the gig today. We do from 3 to 5 at Bubba's for the Marshwalk Cares Hurricane Florence benefit, and um, yeah, do that, and after we finish that gig, I come back home and literally sit for an hour and then I head to uh I head to the pit for the show tonight. So this is where this is where things take an interesting turn. I get to the pit and I had gotten a set list earlier in the week and I looked at the looked at where I was on the set list and it was like third or fourth from the beginning. So I was like, man, this is awesome. Nothing against anybody else who who performs, but I really just kind of want to get in and, and do this quick and get out so that I can release this content and kind of couch it for a little while and just ease into my only day off tomorrow. And I, I, we got something random going on on Tuesday and yeah, anyway, so I get there and I start talking to people, and I'm, uh, I think I was talking to Jeff Tom, Jeff and Jen Thomas, who also on the podcast. I was really proud of how many podcast guests were there today. So we we had Scott Mann was there today. Scott and Lynn were both there. Jeff and Jen, Jeremy and Corinne, uh, Cam and Gentry. I know I've had somebody else on the podcast who was there. If I'm forgetting you, I, I'm so sorry. I, I, my brain is just not where it was. Anyway, there were so many there were so many people who I talked to who were there. But I was talking to Jeff and Jen Thomas, and they told me that, oh yeah, when we looked at the set list, you're like you're you're closing the show, 
And I was like, no, man, I'm going like, I should be going up here in a few songs. And they were like, nah, man, you're closing the show. I was like, oh, shit. Uh, okay, so I went and looked at the set list, and sure enough, like, there's my song and then the last two songs, like the closers. And I was like, fuck, I did not realize that that was going on. But I, and I'm just like, all right, that's fine. I was not mentally prepared to, to be there that long. And it's nothing against the guys or, or those folks. It was a great, great time. I'm glad I was there for it, but it was, I was already, you know, expecting something different and, I'm one of those people who, if I don't, things don't go like I expect them to go, like I'm not exactly in my best mental condition at that point. So after that realization, I start to, you know, sink in that, oh shit, I wasn't planning on being away from home. I left my windows open. Like I left my windows in my house open. Um, I hadn't eaten anything and that's, I think that's a big part. I think that's got a lot to do, a lot more to do with it than, uh, than anything else was that I hadn't eaten anything and I was just not in, not in the best spirits, I guess you could say. But all of, all of these people around me who were friends of mine, who I love and know and never get to see and hang out with. And now I'm getting to see all these people and I'm very happy and very excited about that. And I love all those people and getting to see them. And I get to watch all their performances and then it comes, it comes time for mine and I get up there and we start the song and I know it well. I know the song really well. I know all of the pauses. I know the, I know the words. I know I've done this song for years. I know it. And uh, well, I start the song, go into the first verse. There's a very specific, pause. Then verse starts. There's a very specific, it's Tennessee Jed by the Grateful Dead, by the way, uh, or, or, or the Levon Helm version of Tennessee Jed. Very specific. And then I go into my verse. And that happens every single time. Like, that's my cue. I wait for that every single time. That's my cue to come back in on the verse. So I hear the first one. Perfect. Nailed the first verse. Nailed the chorus. Wait for the wait for my cue. Then go back into my second verse. Nailed the second verse. Comes back around for the third verse, and I don't hear my cue. I don't hear the. I don't hear that, so I don't come in. Then I hear J.P. Taylor behind me go doing some frilly shit on the trumpet, which amazing musician. And him and Connor both, like all, all of the people who were involved in this were absolutely fantastic. But I really, I don't get to play with horn players a lot. I was really, really stoked to be able to do that with them. But I hear them doing, I was like, okay, so there's just, there's another horn break here. And then like, I'm like, okay, well, this is another one. Obviously, obviously my, my end is coming around. Like, obviously it's coming up. So I never hear my, I never hear my cue. I never hear my musical cue to come in for the third verse. 
And I know this band is so good that they wouldn't make a mistake. Like they wouldn't just not put that cue there. So then I hear on the microphone, one of the, one of the people in the band go something to the effect of, Hey buddy, there's another, there's more words to this song. There's still some more words, you know? And then I'll turn around and look at him. He was like, just whenever you want to come in, whenever you want to. And I was like, Oh shit. You know? And I was like immediately really embarrassed. Like I knew I had the words queued up into my mind. All I needed to hear was that. All I needed to do was hear that to put me on track for where I needed to be. And I know it's it's a lot of my fault because I didn't really go to the I didn't go to the rehearsal, but we did this song last year and it went really well. And we got that cued up every time. And I had my eyes closed. I wasn't really paying attention to anybody. I was literally just in the music. And I hear that over the microphone, and that really just embarrassed me in front of a lot of people. And I was visibly embarrassed and screwed up the screwed up the lyrics and I just stumbled over my words and I, the the third verse just kind of fell out and didn't do the, what I wanted it to do. And I was really embarrassed, especially in front of every musician in this area. And it just ruined me for, for a minute. And I, and I went into the, to the third verse and I did the first part of the third verse, right? But then I missed the second part of the third verse and had to come in a couple of measures later. And just, I was really fucking embarrassed. Like I was, I was, I was really embarrassed and I don't get that. I don't get embarrassed. Like I don't, I don't do that. I, I have a reputation to uphold and I did not uphold my reputation well. Seth Funderburg said, man, you got to stop letting shit like that bother you because when you get on stage, you have to take that role and you got to stop letting shit like that bother you. And Seth is always right. (laughs) You might not like how he says what he says, but he's 99% of the time, right? And he was right. I do have to stop letting shit like that. Uh, I got to stop letting shit like that occur. I guess I don't know. I was, I, and I just kept telling people all night. I was just so embarrassed. Like everybody I talked to afterwards, I was like, I just didn't get my cue. You know, I was like, um, what, what was his name from hook? Sean Brown, help me out. Oh God. He lost his marbles. His, all he could say was he lost his marbles after I got done doing that. And after I walked away from that, that's all I could say was I didn't get my cue. I I just didn't hear my, I didn't hear my cue and I didn't come in. I'm, I'm like really sorry. And I was just borderline panic attack. Like I was sitting there having a conversation with people describing this and just mentally kind of falling apart and in the middle of telling these people, these things. And it was like all I could talk about and. And before all that happened, I was sitting with Cam and Gentry and, and uh, Jeremy and Corinne, uh, Sweet Sweet and Perlino. You guys, you guys, well, y'all, y'all know those guys. But I was sitting with them and talking to them, and we were gonna come back here and I'll do like a giant podcast after the, you know, the aftermath of the of the the show and come back here and talk about all the stuff. But I was just so, 
I don't know. I was just in a different mindset. Even the end, they, he asked everybody to get on stage for the wait. And I just kind of stood off the side of the stage, man. I was just so fucking embarrassed. And I don't, like I said, I don't feel that often. I don't get that feeling at all. And I was, I just, I, I was, I was so embarrassed. And one of my friends recorded the whole thing and I haven't watched it yet. And I'm just really, really scared to, because I don't want to, I'm sure it's written all over my face as soon as it happens. And I'm just the, usually the first thing I do when I get done, uh, playing a gig, if somebody videoed it, I will find what they are, who, who they are and find them on Facebook and find the video and watch it. Like I'm, I'm that person, but I didn't do that tonight. And I don't know. I was just really, really fucking embarrassed. And I, and I know that it was probably just the way that I perceived uh, it to be said, but I, I felt like it was, I was called out on the middle, in the middle of a song in front of a bunch of people. And I, I, I it, 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 it embarrassed me and it hurt my feelings. And I know that I'm sounding like an absolute bitch saying this, but I have to, I have to say it. So there it is. But anyway, I'm not going to keep you guys any, 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 uh, any longer. I'm just rambling and, and now just getting down in my own feelings. But uh, I don't want to air that out. But I do want to say that absolutely everybody everybody did a really good job. And the song was fine. It turned out okay. And I said, oh, I screwed up. I went into, I started to go into a chorus in the wrong spot and stopped and just uh, and said sorry on the microphone. And it just, just, just like a fucking goober. <sighs> I just don't get that feeling a lot, man. I don't, I don't get embarrassed. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't feel that a lot. I wasn't used to it. And the band is fantastic. The band is, they're so good. Everybody on that stage was so good, like such great musicians. And I guess that's what makes this a little bit different for me too, is that I just feel really bad that I let all of those great musicians down. Not that I let them down. And I know that everybody was, everybody was fine with it. And everybody was very, very complimentary afterwards. And, uh, everybody was very loving and very kind afterwards. And uh, I don't know. I guess I just, I guess I just felt differently about how it went down, but, Either way, it, that was a small meltdown that I had, not in front of anybody. I didn't freak out. I didn't, didn't do anything. I was just really, uh, I, I just couldn't really think about anything else after that went down. And I don't know, felt a little, felt a little weird about it. But anyway, I'll probably have nightmares about it. I will probably, I will literally probably have nightmares. I'll, I'll probably have bad dreams about, about what happened just because I'm, I'm that way. I'm a weirdo. I'm a crazy person. Anyway, uh, that's that's gonna be pretty much all the content for for this one. A little bit shorter than normal, and uh, I, I just need. I, I, I've been I've been going at it pretty hard for the last couple of weeks. Just doing a lot of gigs. We did double yesterday double today and 
even though I only did one song a two-hour gig earlier and one song tonight it was still just having to be away from my house and my comfort zone for a little while but anyway sorry for coming at you guys so late sorry uh sorry for just kind of being a debbie downer and on myself in this one and i apologize for all that i just i had to get this stuff out anyway i'm gonna i'm gonna go over this again in the intro so uh, for video people, just stay tuned. I'm going to uh, give a, a few names of some folks that are going to be coming back soon. And video folks, like I said, stay tuned. And audio folks are going to have already heard this part. So, yeah, rewind it and listen to it again if you want to. Anyway. All right. Uh, things to watch and listen to. Apparently, Jeff Thomas tells me that Tyler Childers did a Austin City Limits with John Prine, which can be nothing but amazing. And, uh, yeah, you should you should find that and check that out, as will I. So just listen to that, find that, and listen to that this week. Um... Gonna tell you guys again, watch The Haunting of Hill House. If you're not into if you're not into the kind of drawn out things, it might not be your it might not be your cup of tea. For me, I thought the writing was fantastic. I thought the the cinematography was great, the score, everything about this show is I give five of five stars. So watch The Haunting of Hill House. I'm about halfway through season seven of Cheers. As soon as I get done with Cheers, I'm going to move on to some other things. There's another show on Netflix called Simply the Haunting that I'm very excited to watch. Also, um, Adam Sandler's got his new stand-up that's coming out on the 23rd, I believe. Uh, Tuesday is coming out. So day after tomorrow. That's going to be happening. So, um, yeah, stay tuned for that. And think that's all i got for you if i think of anything else musically that you guys need to hear i'll uh, be sure to keep you posted but anyway yeah that's it sorry i was such a bummer in this one but you know me i'm sure that's not i'm no uh that kelsey is no stranger to most of the listeners so apologize that he showed up <clears throat> wow all right that's all i got for you Peace, bitches. Be good people. Be really good people.